Welcome back to the Voices of the Modern Heathens. I'm your host, and I am glad to be back. It's been a while, and I'm going to say that we're going to change a few things. We are going to open up a little bit, and I hope you guys will enjoy the way the new the new route we're gonna have some of the traditional way i've been doing things but i'm this is gonna be different and it's gonna be fun and i hope you all stay tuned and i hope you guys share this podcast because by the gods it's gonna be good Welcome back. So, some of you know that I am I'm a military person. I'm a military man. Grew up really quickly. Joined the military at 16 years old. And carrying on through all of my adult life. With that comes great honor, great pride. It even helped me find the gods. No, we're going to talk about that today. But what it also did is it gave me a very crude understanding of the world. I've seen it at its worst. And I've seen people in those worst situations who have more humanity than a lot of us in our developed nations because we take advantage. It also gave me a diagnosis that I'm ashamed of but I don't brag about but in seeking help for that my my therapist came up with an idea of writing stories and these stories that I choose to write are on my faith or our faith or strong heathen faith because I hate that it's lost I hate that we have lost the gods to whatever you want to call it Christian expansion Hollywoodism whatever our gods have become cartoon characters in Marvel comics rather than the powerful beings they are And I find a lot of peace and honor in thinking of the gods, talking to the gods, doing my rituals to the gods. They bring me a, a sense of calm when my mind is not. So this help that this, this guy has asked me to do, I have to say works. I feel better <clears throat> about who I am. I feel more involved in my family. And I feel like I've gotten greater connection to the gods. So 
what's going to happen next is you're going to hear one of my stories. Now, this story is mixed with fact and fiction, but it is an amazing story. It is one of those stories that I hope will inspire you to write your own stories. Because you know what? I don't believe in coincidence. I do believe the gods are still here playing the games. <laughs> Trust me, not all of my stories have happy endings. Some of them, just like the old ones, are about trickery, mischief, and usually coming out a little bit worse than where, but on top. So stay with me. We're about to open the vault of the mind of a man who suffers from PTSD. As we rolled down the old bombed out roads in this Balkan nation, you could see once what were once luscious towns devastated by war, no longer fit for human life, but yet you'd still see the families there. I could watch the kids play in the streets with a makeshift soccer ball. Happier than any kids I've seen back home that had everything. It's funny when you're 20 years old, carrying more weight on your body than you weigh, keeping an enemy at bay, not really understanding anything. You know, just feeling lost. We pull up our convoy into the downtown of this old town. There's a few coffee shops and one restaurant. Well, I'm hungry. I am absolutely famished. So I head to this restaurant. My interpreter, Martin, he just loves me. He thinks I'm the coolest thing ever. I don't know. Maybe. But he kind of acts like it. Come on, Michael. Come on. Let's go. Let's go in here. Good food. I swear. Good food. All right. All right. I'm coming, Martin. We go in. And in this dimly lit cafe, you see the lady working behind the bar man sweeping the floor and an old lady an old lady sitting at a table playing with cards she makes eye contact with me and i am paralyzed not by fear but by wonder she has an energy about her she's almost glowing when i look at her Michael, what are you doing? What are you doing, Michael? Martin, she, uh, we met her before? What? No, we have not met her before. Man, I, I swear, I know that lady. I know her from somewhere. Martin's just looking at me like I'm compl I've completely lost it. He is, he's trying to hold back his laughter. I know he is. 
So I try to get my composure, but I, I can't shake that I know this lady. We go sit down at her table. And she pulls out a small little bag. This bag has stones in it. She's playing with them. And she's looking at me. She keeps looking at me. I don't, I don't get it. Like, she is looking at me. Like, she's looking into me, into my soul. So now, I can tell that Martin, he can see that I can't break my eye contact now. And it, I bet you it is the cringiest, creepiest thing he's ever saw. Well, that's probably a lie. He grew up in the country I went to war. All right, fair enough. Well, anyways, Martin stands up. And he heads over to the old lady. And they, they talk in their, in their language. And he comes back. Michael, she uh, she wants to do a rune reading on you. A what? I said. Uh, a rune reading. Like uh, the old Vikings used to do. Yeah, I think in my head, yeah. I'm about to lose my wallet. I know it. I know this is going to happen. I've been warned about the gypsies. And now I'm intrigued by one. Great. All right. All right, Martin. You have to sit right beside me, though. Because I don't want, I don't, you know, I don't understand what she's saying. And I do not want to take advantage of. If she starts telling you to make me pay money, more than a little bit of money, like you, you know, kick me in the leg, you tell her goodbye, whatever. And I do not want any curses. She's not allowed to curse me. I've seen this on movies. Martin just laughs. He's like, shakes his head. He's like, no, Michael. No, there's not that, not that kind of lady. All right. So I go sit down. Sit across from this lady. She's older. I'd say maybe early 60s. Gray hair. A little heavier build, five, five, six-ish, <clears throat> sitting down. Not, not dressed like a gypsy. Just dressed like, just dressed like a grandma. You know, just dressed like a grandma. She puts out her hands, and I put my hands in hers. I don't even know why. I don't even know if that's what she wanted me to do because she didn't say anything, and I wouldn't have understood it anyways. But I just, I felt like that's what I wanted to do. I could feel the energy coming out of her and it, I, it, it was like it was like it was radiating into my body I felt it going up my arms into my chest into my head throughout my whole body it was like it was like I was being recharged <clears throat> and wow I, I just I just couldn't believe it She starts saying something. And Martin just stops and stares at me. He just keeps felt like forever. It was probably like a second or so. Uh Michael. 
She says, you were touched by a gun. I, I tried to contain myself. <clears throat> I think my voice even cracked. Uh, what? I said out loud. Uh, a god, a Norris god. She said, you are destined for good things. That the god Bragi, he, he walks with you on your path. Oh man, okay. <clears throat> a god. Martin, a god walks with me. What does that even mean? He turns to her. He starts speaking. And she grips my hand really freaking hard. She really holds on to my left hand. And she dumps three stones out of the bag into it. And as these stones are flipped over, her eyes get wide. And, and she looks at Martin and starts speaking. And every time she pauses, he talks. The first rule stands for your past. You have given up great things to become a soldier. You have given up your, your, your family inheritance or path to be a soldier. But you are not meant to just be a soldier. The next throne speaks of transition. You, you become more than just a soldier. And if you choose to take this path, your final ruin tells of a great future. You will have a great future if you listen to what she has to say. Well, <clears throat> thoughts that are going through my head are just there. I don't even know how to, how to say it myself. I can't even explain the feelings. And her grip. I cannot get my left hand back. I just look at Martin. Because I don't want to believe this. I look at him. How much do I owe her? But the look he gives me is of is one of pure insult. I have never seen him, and I've picked on this guy for the past three months. I have never seen him look at me like that before. You, you owe her nothing. She says she was told to come here to talk to you. You have your runes. Take mental note of what they are. All right. All right, Martin. I get it. I'll take mental note of what these runes look like. I didn't even look at them. I didn't believe in this stuff. 
a god picked me, a Norris god picked me. Like, come on. I'm a small town farm boy from southern Alberta. I think my family lineage is that of a Heinz 57 mutt. I think we got North American uh, First Nation, we got Irish, we got Scandinavian, we got Hungarian. I'm a mix of everything. Like, like come on. Why would a god, if they're even real, want anything to do with me? And who is braggy? I smile at Martin. I can hear our boss now calling for us outside. That the convoy's got to get moving. All right, Martin. We got to get going. Please thank her. Thank her very much. She's given me lots to think about. I'm going to definitely going to sleep on this and and we'll go from somewhere from there martin does just that and we walk out i crawl back in the driver's seat of the vehicle that i'm driving my boss says head out we head out for the rest of that day for the rest of those six hours i just thought of what that lady said actually what martin said she said but it was funny because even though I didn't understand her words, the energy that she put into me, I understood her meaning. And I couldn't shake that. We, were, we returned to base. And I'm bagged. I am tired. And it's, and it's odd because I'm never this way. I never slough off the guys going to the mess. I never just want to go to bed. But I did tonight. I did. I was, I could barely stay awake. <clears throat> it was like all my energy had just been drained out. I go lay down and I think I fell asleep within seconds. And all of a sudden, it's like there's all these colors. Like I'm, I'm. It's the best way I can explain it is if you're watching Star Wars when they're going to their hyperspeed. But instead of the stars being white, there's every color of the rainbow in those streaks. And then I'm in a building, a stone building. I don't see any lights or lanterns or torches or anything, but it's not dark. And in front of me stands like a man, like a like a like a large man, dressed in the best I can say Viking era clothing. He's got a long blonde beard. He has, I think it's a harp sitting next to him. But he also has a sword, a beautiful sword. And he looks at me. And as he takes a step forward, he, he shrinks to normal size, wearing modern clothing, 
The beard's now trimmed up. His hair is done nicely, like seeing any any average person. And as he gets closer, you can see a glow about him. Michael, you you have questions. Do I have questions? Who are you? And where <clears throat> where am I? No, oh, never mind. You know what I know? This is a dream. I'm gonna wake up. <laughs> this is this has been one of those days. And I don't even know why I'm talking to you because now I know I'm talking to myself. Michael. I am the Asir known as Baragi. I'm the god of poetry. He just stared at me. And then going through my head, I'm like, oh man. I have the god of poetry. I am a freaking soldier. What the hell do I need poetry for? Well, Braggy, um, is an honor to meet you. Not really sure what you want from me. I'm not really sure what, uh, what this is. Maybe that old lady slipped me something when she touched my hands. That's why I get that rush of feeling. No, Michael. What she did is she awoken an ancient bloodline that's in you. She awoken the part of you that is related to me. Down your bloodline, you will find that there was a lady that conceived, but never knew the husband or the man. That was me. Oh. So somewhere in my bloodline, you took advantage of one of my female relatives. And this is real. I must have eaten some bad roadside kebab. And this is why my boss keeps telling me, don't eat the kebab. You know what? It's probably dog. Don't eat it. Have you seen any lambs around here? Listen. Michael, you are my relative. You hold an ancient energy in you. You are more than just a man. You have a destiny to fulfill. You need to bring the stories of the gods to the modern time. And he's just staring at me. Who am I? I'm thinking. The god of poetry is very poetic. He's kind of threatening. And you know what? I'm a pretty big guy. You know, 
Lift weights and shit. I'm in the army. But this guy's bigger than me. And the way he talks, honestly, it sounds like it was already my idea. Oh my, the god of poetry. What? The god braggy bragging. Oh, you know what? This is the silver-tongued god. Hmm. I can use this. Okay. So, do I call you Grandpa? The look he shot me should have killed me. <clears throat> Alright, I'm sorry. Braggy. You're a god. You're an ancient god. Why do you need me to bring back your stories? Why do you need me? I'm like, honestly, I'm, I'm a nobody. You're not a nobody, Michael. You're a descendant of the gods. And it is your destiny to do this. It was your destiny to walk into that shop of anywhere else in the world you could have been it was your destiny to walk in there then I sent a Norn to give you a reading do you remember what those ruins were honestly sir I do not I didn't I didn't take it as real um like I'm, I'm sorry. Um, could could you help me? No. It will be part of your destiny to remember them. Learn the runes. Learn the power of the silver tongue, as you just thought about it. Oh my God! How did he know what I thought? My mind is blowing. Oh, he's, he's stepping closer to me. He's looking in my eyes. You're destined to find the goddess Iduna. Her descendants are on Earth as well. When you find her, you will know that rush of energy that you felt when the Norn touched you, you will feel it again, and this will unlock your full potential. Now go forth and take on your destiny. At this moment, he shoved me, and, it f and I fell, and it felt like I was falling into the darkest well, to the point where I woke up. Arms and legs flailing in my bed. My roommate jumps out of his bed, terrified. Michael, what's going on? What's going on, Mike? What's going on? What's happening? Oh, man. Oh. Jordy, no. Nothing, man. Go back to bed. Just fucking nightmare. Holy shit, man. Nightmare. Oh, okay. All right. See you in the morning.
was insane. That wasn't real. It couldn't have been real. What am I thinking about? We're talking about gods. We're talking about Norris gods, Viking gods, like Thor and Odin, like are, that are in the comic books. <sighs> I'm gonna have to do my homework, I think. Wow. And from that day forth, I've done everything in my power to learn more. I've become a rune reader, podcaster, and I will deliver the stories of the gods. So there's another episode safely stored in the vault, as I like to say. I hope you guys like the way I want to take the Voice of the Martin Heathens. Um, I was kind of feeling stagnated. And again, like I've said in the past couple episodes, pretty pissed off with the pandemic. It really did hit me hard. Going through that, actually looking for help for my, my PTSD. I even hate saying that word. <clears throat> but I think I found a new passion from this. I enjoy telling stories of the gods. I enjoy taking people's experiences, adding a little bit of flair in them as if maybe the gods did have a hand in that, you know, the thing that happened that was just shouldn't have happened. And it was like, wow, changed my life. Why not? Why couldn't they have done it? You know, there's those people that get those feelings. It's like, you know, I know I wasn't alone. I felt something tug at the steering wheel that last moment, and I swerved and I missed that lady in that stroller. That's ah, pretty dark, but you know what I mean. So I hope this intrigues you to stay, stay tuned, the voices of the modern heathens, because it's kind of kind of take new twist and I'm looking forward to it I'm hoping to get at least two done a month if not more so stick with me I actually think I got some studio time next week so it might just be a week and we'll get on to the next story thanks again hail Odin hail Braggy the god that walks with me hail you my listeners hail our ancestors to all of you, to everyone, skull!